the Protectors of the Wood podcast. Everything is at stake. The destruction of our planet is becoming real life. This podcast tells the story of misfit teenagers struggling to band together and help our world through this crisis. Episode number 44. Phoebe, George, and Jeremy create a new plan. Now, that was interesting. It sure got my attention. I've been thinking like that sometimes. And I'm sure other kids do, too. See? That's what I've been saying. George shook his head. You're just being nice. No, I'm not. It will work. If you've got two things to go with it, you need a variety of songs. And it's got to be louder. Well, Jeremy does have a hot one. Like, fast anthem. But most of the songs we want to do are sad and slow. And we don't want to be louder. I'm tired of loud. I'm burnt out on this. I don't mean like your old band. It's just that I'm going to pack the place. It's going to be really crowded. And that means noise. The door will open onto more people on the sidewalk. People will be milling around and talking. And it's necessary that the words to these songs be heard. Even out on the sidewalk. So we need microphones and a couple of amplifiers. You don't have to get out your old Fender. Just put a mic in these guitars. George looked at Jeremy and laughed. She actually knows I used to play a Fender. I never would have thought this in a million years. What is the world coming to? Miss Oblivious notices a few things. It was a Stratocaster. So there. George pretended to stagger and almost fall. She actually cares. What a revelation. Sign this girl up. We'll have to give her 50% of the take. Nonsense. No more than a third. We'll split zero evenly. Phoebe looked from one to the other. Okay, we're on then. We've got a week to get ready. Sammy is determined to go ahead with this. You guys have to get your equipment together and practice, practice, practice. George, can you make an attractive, legible flyer advertising the concert? I'll make copies and take it from there. And let's not call you guys George and Jeremy. I don't know. It just doesn't have the right ring to it. As a name, I like the wrong way better. The name is famous. Why not call yourselves 
the wrong way again. Never. The other guys would complain. And everyone would expect our old stuff even more than they do now. But I like a good confrontation. Why run from it? Let's just take it on. Meet the problem on a fair field. It was your band. These guys are gone. You're not calling it the wrong way. This is the wrong way again. That's different. She's got a point. You know, Eddie Torres, our drummer, is around this summer. He's working for his father, renovating the old Owens mansion on Cherry Lane. He asked me the other day if he could join us. But I told him we're doing acoustic and can't use the whole drum set. But he could do a lot of things, like play congas, for instance. Maybe some Latin percussion would work. Cool. Let's try it. My song Living would go really good with that. He grabbed a guitar and strummed a few chords and then hummed the melody and tapped out a beat on the wooden hollow of the guitar. You hear that? Hear that? I think it works. All right. I'll talk to Eddie. I'll get Freddie Parker to hook us up with mics and amplifiers. And tomorrow night, we've got to practice. If we're going in on this, we're going all the way. All our apples in one basket. Don't forget that flyer. I need a copy by tomorrow. You're going to have an audience you won't forget. We better move the practice to Sunday. Jeremy seemed embarrassed. Sorry, but I'm busy all day into the evening. All right, Mr. Mystery Man. Don't tell us what you're doing. We're not even curious. But Sunday by 3 o'clock, okay? We're a team. They exchanged hugs. George walked into the toy store on Saturday at lunchtime for the new flyer advertising a performance by the wrong way again at Sammy's on the 17th of July at 8 p.m. I've been up all night. You better like it. Ah, just what I wanted. The old logo and letters. It's got the look. And you've got it too. The charm and the daring. You'll see, this is going to work out. They stopped by the pharmacy and left the flyer with an order for 500 copies, and then had lunch together at the coffee shop counter, where they filled Sammy in on their whole plan. As expected, Sammy was thrilled. The coffee shop was crowded with customers buying from a new delivery of vegetables sold by Chester Peterson at the back of the store. 
The traffic created by Chester's Green Market filled Sammy's counter and booths and even spilled over onto the sidewalk and the toy store courtyard. Phoebe hurried through her sandwich, ran back to pick up her copies, and returned to work fast enough to catch only mild irritation from Gilligan. He was so happy to be making sales that he hardly had time to be mad at her. Phoebe gave Ellie 200 copies for the Half Moon Middle School summer program, Miracle's Gift Shop, and posting up around Middletown and Half Moon. Phoebe planned to give Stephanie 200 copies for the Half Moon summer program and the Half Moon Cafe. On Sunday after work, Phoebe walked down to the gas station again and sat in on an hour of the rehearsal. Eddie Torres was there with conga drums and bongos and a cowbell. George had set up amplifiers and a microphone. Eddie had always struck Phoebe as a sensible, cheerful young man. His father ran a construction company and Eddie had grown up with skills and a good career and never had any quarrel with life. So Phoebe was surprised to hear an edge to Eddie's stories, a note of sarcasm and anger. At one point, he called the construction site the Morphe House, and she asked him what he meant. That's what it is, Morphe's house. He bought it. He employs us. He's going to live there, presumably with other people, unless he wants ten bedrooms all to himself. Milton Morphy's moving into the Owens Mansion? You're kidding. Not at all. Do you know this guy? He's acting like a robber baron or something, sparing no expense, except, of course, to us workers. He contracts everything to his uh, Geddon Insurance Group construction division outfit. They waste millions on security and pools and a four-card garage and totally unnecessary renovations. Meanwhile, they can't stand for us to stop and eat a sandwich. They have half a dozen supervisors who just stood around and watch us work. You won't believe it, but up there in that crow's nest we built on top of the place, you must have noticed it over the past two weeks. Well, they've got a guy up there with a telescope and binoculars just looking around. My father's tempted to quit. You mean that little glass-paneled thing that looks over the town? Exactly. We built it last month. I was wondering what that was. I mean, don't you think it's weird to post a security guard up there day and night? Be careful of that, man. He's power-hungry. In a big way. Warn your father. <laughs> Judging by the guards and the dogs, Morphy has made a lot of enemies. How do you know him? Uh, I actually don't know him. I just know about him, 
Keep your ears open and be very discreet. Come by the toy store and we'll talk. Thanks. I appreciate it. You didn't hear it from me. <laughs> I understand. Meanwhile, George had been following the conversation and moved over to hear every word. As it came to a close, he jumped in. Peabody wants me to take photos of that house for an article in the Standard. I gather that Morphe grew up in Half Moon a long time ago and even went to Half Moon High School. Peabody's writing something about local boy makes it big and comes home again. Apparently, his old buddies all work for him. I'm telling you, stay clear of those people. Don't get involved. At some point, I'll need to know more. Working for Peabody's getting complicated. I'm ready to talk. Jeremy had been playing a series of chords, and Eddie joined in on the conga drum. I've got a new song. Partly written. See if you can find a rhythm for this. It's been so long since I felt okay I don't know what's happening to me Things have been ending for years in a row That much is plain to see Go through the motions most every day And somehow I'm trying but something's gone cold so deep inside that I hardly know where It used to be that the road on as far as the eye can see Through shining cities and golden valleys all ahead of me Now it's a slow train Through a ghost town Of who I used to be I just can't follow that way again I know it's hurting me Somehow I hope I can start again It's all I can think of to do The years have gone by in the blink of an eye And I'm still missing you It used to be with the roaring on As far as the eye can see through shining cities and golden valleys all ahead of me Now it's a slow train 
through the ghost town of who I used to be. I just can't follow that way again. I know it's hurting me. I know, I know. It's too slow and sad. But do you think we could do anything with it? Sing it again. Let me write down the chords. We'll make something of it. I've got to go. But George, let's talk soon. Meet me at the store at eight. Phoebe left, thinking to herself. Ooh, listen to that. He's got it worse than me. Why can't we talk about it? It's been so long since I felt okay I don't know what's happening to me Things have been ending for years in a row That much is plain to see I go through the motions most every day And somehow I'm trying to care But something's gone cold so deep inside That I hardly know Shining cities and golden valleys all ahead of me. Now it's a slow train through a ghost town of who I used to be. I just can't follow that way again. I know it's hurting me. I can start again It's all I can think of to do The years have gone by In a blink of an eye And I'm still missing you It used to be The road ran on As far as my eyes could see Through shining cities And golden valleys All ahead of me to be the road ran on as far as my eyes could see through shining cities and golden valleys all ahead of me thanks for listening to the protectors of the wood podcast find all our podcasts songs and projects on our website protectorsofthewood.com and to all the eco-warriors out there, remember that everyone can make a difference and every action counts.